I know it's horrible. It really is. Bad ending to the season. And, you know, it's pretty clear the team has taken a step back. And they and they need to admit that. They need to admit that they took a step back and reconfigure things for next season. There's no question about it. You know, and it's funny. We were we were just talking about that, Sal. It just seemed like this team is further away than what we originally thought heading into this season. Are, are, are you feeling that as well? Yeah, I am. Uh, I mean, clearly they don't know who the franchise quarterback is when you don't have a guy that's uh, who's healthy, who's locked up long-term, contract-wise. You, you, you just don't know what you've got going forward. And the problem with Nick Foles now is we got to worry about two things. One, is he reliable? Can he stay on the field? Last year it was a concussion, and this year it's a broken collarbone. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's being exposed to a lot of hits. First time he's run the zone read option. He's not a zone-read option quarterback. And this year, of course, he was exposed to a lot of hits because they had injuries on the offensive line. Uh, So, uh, you know, I'm very concerned about the quarterback position, as I think a lot of people are. But then they've got to fix the secondary, Matt. When you give up 66 plays of 20 yards or more in the passing game, that led the NFL. That is a recipe for disaster. You've got to be able to play pass defense in this league, we'll say it over and over and over again. They, this is a passing league. Quarterbacks rule. Anybody who can play pass defense is going to be ahead of the game. And right now, there are only a handful of teams that can play good pass defense, especially now with the way the referees are calling the game. Well, those are the priorities. Quarterback the secondary, but as you look at the season as a whole, Sal, we've had you on every single Friday, and you've been very vocal, very critical of Chip Kelly. We talk about this team taking a step back. Has he taken a step back in your mind from year one to year two? Well, there's a lot of issues with Chip Kelly. I I don't know if you can say take a step back, but last year, made the playoffs. This year, did not. By the very definition of the outcome of the season, The team took a step back, and that's on Chip Kelly. There's no getting around it, Matt. It just isn't. And, you know, you don't get five, six years to turn things around in the league anymore. You just don't. Sal, I wanted to ask you about LaShawn McCoy and Jeremy Macklin. Uh, Obviously, both of them, there's a chance they could both be not on the team next year, and obviously there's a good chance they could be. Where do you see those two guys? Do you expect both of them to be back with the Eagles next season? I do expect both of them to be back. Um, you know, I think for LaShawn McCoy, they have him under contract. Uh, they may not like the amount of money he's getting paid next year, which is uh, $9.75 million, not including incentives. But that's uh, the bottom line. They may come to him and say, we want you to restructure the contract, but I don't anticipate him doing that. And, you know, they have enough money under the cap to take care of business with Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin deserves a raise. He earned the raise. He bet on himself. Uh, If you don't sign him, who's your number one wide receiver on this football team? You just don't have one. And if you don't sign him, then you're going to have to bring him back uh, under the franchise tag, and that's going to bust your salary cap at a time when you're looking to spend money elsewhere, namely the secondary, uh, maybe a pass rusher, 
certainly a middle linebacker. So, and I, I think this team has got to sign Jeremy Macklin. I don't think they have any choice. I think Jeremy Macklin's new agent, Tom Conman, knows that. And he knows he can get the maximum amount of money out of the Philadelphia Eagles because they do not want to franchise him. You mentioned uh, before, Sal, that they don't have a franchise quarterback right now. Who do you envision is the starting quarterback uh, for week one next season? Is it Nick Foles or is it somebody else? It's healthy. It'll be Nick Foles. There's no question in my mind. Joined by ESPN, Sal Palantonio. Our final Fridays with Sal here on 97.3 ESPN-FM. The Sports Bash coming your way live from Chickies and Pete's at the Tropicana Resort and Casino off the Atlantic City Boardwalk. Sal Pal Fridays, it's coming to an end, Sal, and I, I'm interested to know your thoughts when it comes to Billy Davis. Is his tenure as the Eagles defensive coordinator coming to an end, or do you are you not anticipating any sort of coaching changes at all this offseason? You know, uh, I, I would give Bill Davis one more year. There are a lot of things that Bill Davis did that uh, I think – this team really suffered. Uh, I don't think he called a very good game against Green Bay. I don't think he called a very good game in a wild card game against the Saints. He stuck with Bradley Fletcher way too long, and it really hurt the football team. So I would give him one more season. But Chip Kelly, you look at his history, Matt. He didn't fire a whole lot of coaches at the college level. He's a guy who makes a decision and kind of sticks with it. Uh, no matter what the consequences. And that has obviously hurt him because, you know, he stubbornly clung to the idea that they could cover guys one-on-one with Bradley Fletcher. And they got burned not only against Dallas and Green Bay, they got burned against Arizona and, of course, in the final game that really hurt them last week with Deshaun Jackson. When you look at this game on Sunday, and, and there's not much to it, but are, are you in agreement with the way... Do we have to look way... at this game on Sunday, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, I've thought about it all day. i got a whole entire show. I'm like thinking about this. we got we got to talk about this game against the Giants on Sunday. There's, there's really nothing to it, but I, I'm interested to know your thoughts on, on how Chip Kelly is handling it, more so the, well, the I think, you know, not, not wanting to put the younger guys out there. Matt, I think a dead giveaway about... Let's, let's just focus on one thing and one thing only. Is Bradley Fletcher going to be the starting left cornerback on this football team? Yes or no? On Sunday against the Giants. And if he is, if he is the starting left cornerback, how much help will they give him in covering Odell Beckham Jr.? Because you know the Giants will go and try to find a one-on-one matchup there. And that will basically tell us all we need to know, that this coaching staff, uh, is arrogantly clinging to, you know, its original decision-making and refuses to make changes in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary. Well, it just so happens Fletcher is questionable with a hip injury. I find that awfully convenient, Sal. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Sal, <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of uh, where this team goes in the future, uh, how important, how big for Chip Kelly and his tenure in Philadelphia is this offseason going to be? Oh, it'll be the deciding factor of whether or not this guy's going to be here long term. Let me flip the question back on you. What comes sooner, Chip Kelly leaving a Super Bowl or Chip Kelly leaving town? Right now, I'd have to lead towards the latter. Yeah, certainly would, wouldn't you? Well, I think a lot of that is going to be tied to the quarterback, and 
it just seems like it's yep. going to be a real challenge for him to actually get that quote-unquote franchise guy if it's not Nick Foles. Do you see them getting creative this offseason and trying to, uh, to bring that guy in, Sal? There isn't that guy out there, Matt. just doesn't exist. They're not going to get up high enough to get Marcus Mariota. It, it would mean mortgaging the future. The ownership would never go for it. You wouldn't bet on a rookie like that. It never works out. Even if you know the player the way he knows Marcus Mariota, you, you have too many other issues. This is not recruiting in high school where, you know, if you miss on a guy, you have five guys behind him. This is the professional ranks where you miss on a guy and it sets you back. If you miss on your quarterback, it sets you back five years at the least. It means Chip Kelly won't be coaching when the new quarterback comes in. Wow. Joined by ESPN Sal Pal Antonio. Of course, you can catch Sal Pal every Saturday, Sunday for the matchup show. The matchups are few and far between as we get closer and closer to the postseason, final week of the NFL season here on Sunday. You know what's amazing, Matt? What's amazing is there are 10 games this weekend on the final weekend with postseason possibilities. Eagles are not playing in any of them. The Eagles no. are playing well aware of that. one of the four games where both teams are eliminated. There's only four games where both teams are eliminated, and the Eagles are playing in one of them. That is unbelievable. And what's more incredible, we're in the state of New Jersey where – Two, the other two teams, the Jets and the Giants, are also in the same boat. And this, this, the, the fans of football in this state who pay a lot of money to go to Lincoln Financial Field and MetLife Stadium and support these three very expensive franchises deserve better. And it comes down to making poor personnel decisions and coaching arrogance. And it, it's just wrong. I really feel for the fans, especially in Philadelphia and the New York Jets, who have been suffering a long time. At least the Giants have got those Super Bowl titles to hang on. But uh, for, for Eagles fans, you know, it's a big ticket to go to an Eagles game and support the team. And this team, you know, within a 300-mile radius, Matt, think about it, there are 19 of the 48 existing Super Bowl titles in New England, in Pittsburgh. The Jets have one. The Giants have a bunch. Washington has a whole bunch. Even Baltimore's got two. Eagles have none of the 19 within a 300-mile radius of the I-95 corridor. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, and they seem just as far away from that as they did once they originally hired Chip Kelly, and they don't seem to be closing the gap at least anytime soon. So the fans around this area, uh, Sal, may not be getting their money's worth from their teams, but as you just alluded to, they certainly will get their money's worth this weekend, final week of the NFL. And love to hear your thoughts. If we can go a little rapid fire through it, uh, Lions and Packers, who's winning the NFC North? Packers. Moving to the NFC South then, Falcons and Panthers. I think the Atlanta Falcons will prevail. Not as easy, though. Cam Newton rushing for 65 yards per game in his last three games. The Falcons' defense will have to account for Cam Newton as a runner. But I think Atlanta, 5-0 this year against the NFC South, will go 6-0, and they will win it. And then it will be very difficult because the Arthur Blank, the owner, is of a mind to get rid of this coaching staff in front office and clean house. But I don't see how you can do that if he wins the division as a home playoff game. 
And that home playoff game is going to be against the Arizona Cardinals and Ryan Lindley. So if Mike Smith wins the division, then wins a home playoff game, going to be difficult to justify firing him. How about the last game of the regular season, Sal? You got uh, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh playing a big one. I'll tell you what, I don't want to play Pittsburgh right now. They've got everything going on offense with Bryant and Brown at the wide receiver position. Bringing in Mike Munchak as the offensive line coach after he was fired in Tennessee. Mike Munchak, Hall of Fame offensive lineman to run your offensive line and protect Ben Roethlisberger. Now Ben's being protected. He's thrown 73 balls, thrown and caught of 20 yards or more. 73. He's become the mad bomber because he's getting protected. And then you throw in Le'Veon Bell, and the safeties have to nose down to protect against the running game. Uh, I tell you, I don't think any team wants to play Pittsburgh right now. They're in my final four, Matt. I've got Pittsburgh at New England in the AFC Championship game. And then I've got Green Bay at Seattle. Although Dallas could nose its way in, I've got Green Bay at Seattle in the NFC Championship game. That's my final predictions on ESPN Radio Atlantic City. Well, Sal, that that takes me to my last question. I was kind of eager to hear your thoughts on how legitimate of a team you believe the Cowboys are as they get ready for postseason action. Extremely legitimate. Run the ball, pass with accuracy, play good enough defense, have a home playoff game. That's a legitimate team. And Eagles and Giants fans around the area just cringe, but you're absolutely right. They are a very good football team. He is ESPN Sal Palantonio. You catch him Saturday and Sundays on the matchup show every morning. Sal, it's been a fantastic football season. I know I speak for Mike when I say we, we can't thank you enough for your time and have a help, happy and healthy New Year to you and your family and look forward to catching up again soon. Okay, guys. 